Hey, welcome back to Season 3 of Pigeon Hockey, a member of the Hockey Podcast Network. This is Chris and today's co-host, Steve, Sam, and Heath. And we don't claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So how you doing, boys? Doing Good. well on a drunken Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to put more than a sentence together without screwing it up. But hey, aim high, boys. Aim high. Oh, there's no yeah, script you, for you to read off of. You'll be fine. There's no script. <laughs> yeah, this uh, you listeners will get to hear the edited version of the uh, USPHL West uh, NCDC and Premier signings. Um, that's going to sound really smooth. It wasn't. Uh, it definitely wasn't. Steve. Steve started the infection, and we all caught on. And um, yeah, shout out to Chris here. for all this editing that he does. <laughs> yes, I got it. I got it. Yeah, that and recording then, uh, was know, about as smooth, here, was, so that recording good. was about as smooth as the Chicago Blackhawks season last year. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. That was that's hey, gonna they, be a drop. Got the guard. That's all that matters. Yeah, well tanked deserved. Oh, right? No, well done, NHL. Well <laughs> yeah. done, NHL. Yeah, as a yeah, shark. Well, here, yeah. Well, hold on, Sam, because I gotta <laughs> throw this one here. Gary Bettman once again. Yeah, the NHL doesn't take bullshit, Gary. Mm-hmm. Okay, I still think that the way to solve the tanking issue before we get into the signings and what's happened in free agency in the last week is literally if you miss the playoffs, you have a one to 16 chance like it stops the tank because if you just miss the playoffs and I know people are going to argue with that, but it's like, oh, how do teams get better? Don't suck. Don't mm-hmm. tank to try to get one of the best players because it, look at how many teams it has now. Vegas, what? They've been around for six years. They haven't had a bad season. They've won a cup. The Sabres tanked, Edmonton tanked, all these teams have tanked and they don't win cups. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. The, 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 the system doesn't work. So if you miss the playoffs, you get a one in 16 chance. So if you don't make the playoffs, well, at least you got a one in 16 chance of landing a Bedard. It doesn't mean that, well, if we make our, if we make our fans, because trust me, as a Sabres fan watching my team tank for years, trying to get guys like McDavid and it not work out. I mean, it just, it doesn't do anything for us. We watch a team that sucks. That doesn't, you know, doesn't want to put something quality on the ice. And why am I paying to see that? Why am I watching that on TV? I don't want to watch it. I could care less. Uh, so I think that the NHL could fix that by making it a one in 16 chance. And I think they could have fun with it. I think they could basically, if you don't make the playoffs, uh, the let's say again, the, the Buffalo Sabres could, randomly like have a contest to get a fan involved and that fan picks one of the 16 balls that pop out of the machine Mm -hmm. so 16 fans that pick the 16 positions for who gets the first overall pick so you make it an interactive thing um and i think the nhl could go with it yeah or or you do a play-in tournament you do a 16 team tournament whoever wins the tournament gets first overall pick and you do it that way. It gives the fans more hockey. It makes those teams actually have to compete against each other. It would be a secondary tournament to the Stanley Cup. It would basically yeah, be they could the get two over- weeks. They could get like a two week period between yep. when the playoff starts or teams get healthy. Yep. And you do a you do a three game tournament. You do three games instead of seven per series. And you do it that way. And it gives the fans more hockey. It, maybe you even do it over the summer. You move the draft back a little bit and you do it right after the Stanley Cup ends. So there's still more hockey. Those players still have to stay in shape. 
it totally takes away the whole you can't train in the offseason if you're in a team that's off. You still have to train. It makes those players – the pay would have to come in. There would have to be some kind of – you get paid during this time if you're having to play through this. Uh, the only issue that I see with it is players being like, no, I'm going on my vacation. See you later. Like, well, but- That's why I think – like, you know when the NHL during – uh, the, the time frame we do not mention on this podcast anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But during that, leading into the playoffs, they had the wild card yeah. series or whatever the hell that was. One team knockout sessions, you pair the 16 teams up against each other mm-hmm. and the winning team moves on, the losing team's done. And if you if you got knocked out in the first series and it's going to be on points, like if you lost a game seven to one, you're probably the 16th pick. Yep. Um, if you lost in overtime, uh, you're probably like the, you know, 10th pick or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it could all be based off of that. And then there's no, is the NHL scamming us? Because we know the NHL scammed us. Edmonton ending up with the picks they did back to back to back. That's a scam. I mean, yeah. uh, the Rangers landing Lafreniere. That's a scam. The Blackhawks getting that pick. You never see a Yotes, a Buffalo, a uh, Columbus with the over. It's, it's not oh. happening because the, yeah. it doesn't benefit the NHL in their mindset to put up a darn yeah. on Columbus. Yeah and, so and you watch, yeah, and you watch the, the you know, the draft, or not the draft, but, the, you know, the pre-draft thing where they pick the teams, right? It went in order of the list they had on the screen until yep. one and two. And the Ducks were number one. They dropped to two. And, uh, yeah, no, the Ducks were last in the NHL last oh, year. Yeah. They, and they dropped to two. Chicago went to one. And uh, – yeah, so I mean, it, it really watching it. I thought they'd already picked it. I was like, "Well, here comes the next." That's team. what it looked like. That's it, exactly. It, it's what, it, it's what like. it looked like. It looked like they went, "Oh shit, we had the same order. Uh, let's switch one and two. Yep. Like, that's, I mean, that's that's it's yeah. like it's like when you put when you're answering a test and you get like C six times and you're like, ah, the next answer's got to be not C, and then you get yeah. C and you're like, I'm picking something else. That that's basically yeah. what they did. <laughs> yeah. That's. Yeah. That's basically what they did. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. I, I just think that's a way they could – I mean, I like your idea actually better than mine. But um, because that would give – it gives teams – especially a teams reason. that really had a – yeah. And, and, and there's – it gives – there's uh, transparency because you can see if you win the tournament, you win the first overall pick. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. And, um, and maybe And maybe if you win the tournament – each player gets some gets money, almost like they do yeah. in the in the All Star game. So there's an incentive to replace play. it with the All Star game because the All Star game sucks. So oh, just it, get it, rid of that week and yeah, yeah. It, it, it the All Star game kind of does suck. I mean, they they there needs to be some serious updates to it. So did I hear Sam interject? Did, did you do you disagree with us? Sam, no, no, I, I actually no. completely agree with like. I mean, I just okay. I didn't think of just eliminating the All Star game and replacing it with something way better makes yeah. a lot of sense. I just think like for me personally, if you made me watch more San Jose Sharks hockey after the season was technically over, I probably it could just be one I game. Just, I yeah, thank God, right? But <laughs> <laughs> Sam really enjoyed this season. So oh, I think yeah. I think I think I encapsulated it with my rant about the overtime. <laughs> Right. Where yeah. That, that three, one game. Oh, that God. one game was like the synopsis of the season. Oh, you've got your three star players out on the ice right now. And they gave up on a play and the goaltender bailed them out three times. And then they still get scored on it. I was like, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. 
which is why yeah. I'm okay with like whatever they're doing to shake up things this off season. Ideally, um, you know, they've made, they've made a couple signings. Um, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Mackenzie Blackwood as a person, but he's probably <laughs> a better goalie than uh, James Reimer. So I'll take that. Um, and, you know, that's, that's not a far stretch between the two of them. I'm not a fan of either Reimer or Blackwood, but I know. Right. But Blackwood's um, bigger. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, and younger, but um yeah, I mean, it's just interesting to see what the Pacific Division is going to look like this upcoming season because, you know, with the big trade for the Kings and, you mm-hmm. know. You know the, the, <laughs> Goalie, the, I can't the, wait to push the buttons on that one. I know, but, I first, know. but first, Sam, I don't mean to interrupt you on this, but I really do want to mention about Spencer Knight. Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, good on the NHL for allowing him to attend the rookie camp to get himself back in shape. Uh Spencer, you know, we're all rooting for you. Uh, you know, we hope yep. you make it successfully back through, um, you know, and, and have a long and fruitful career. It really sucked not watching you in the playoffs last year. So, oh, yeah, no, between four to five. I've already saw that, boys. Not mind. happening. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not happening. Okay, but Sorry, on, Spencer. Spencer, they, they that had nothing to do with you. This, this had to do with Sam Sonoff popping up on the screen for the Leafs. Yeah, so sorry, boys. I shared the screen with the with the team here, and then Steve reacted to No, I think that's Ferris and Samson. Oh, hell yeah. He's worth that. <laughs> okay, well, hold on I'm a sorry, second Samson, here. Okay, I, this, I, I so, no. Keith, this you, is exactly was I right 100%. Was I right last season? Was I right that he would take the starting job? Because you're like, no, Murray's going to get him. I'm like, Murray's not going to get the starting job. It's they Samson were, all the way. The, dude, they, well, I, did, I didn't like either of the signings, but – you could have put anybody. Uh, this is equivalent to Aiden Hill, right? Oh, Aiden, yeah. This oh. right here is equivalent to Aiden Hill. No, Samsonov had a great season all season. He Dude, didn't he just was, shine. The, the, the Leafs were scoring how many goals? You could have thrown Aiden, yeah, but Hill, Samsonov, for example, in that yeah, there. Yeah, but Samsonov and, was playing great in Washington before he went up to Toronto. Like, he's but also Murray goalie. was actually looking good as a Leaf as well. I like Murray 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 in person, you mean, but he's not had – no. Yeah, You mean in between his groin injuries? That he had like yeah, six times last head. season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It and then his. Uh, how was his last injury? Wasn't it some moron hit him up top with a shot in warmups? In practice, in morning practice. skate. Yeah, yeah, hit him. I think in the call. It's probably Tavares because Tavares seems like that sort of player. <laughs> yeah, no, agreed. Holy, I want to stay here, guys. I really want to stay here. I swear, I do. Eyes. Oh, no. <laughs> But, okay, so here's the defense of Nylander on this one, okay? So the last time he went through this, Lee fans were hating on him, right? He got a, just a, just just below $7 million a year. No, He, he has arguably payday. been their best playoff performer. When they need a big goal, he's the guy that does it. Mm-hmm. So how do you justify Jonathan Tavares at $11 million and him you at don't. just below seven? You what can't. has Tavares done in any playoffs ever in That's his a, career? No. He scored one overtime goal to get them past the first round. That's all he's done. <laughs> That's, he, he's Hang done that banner. twice he, in his career. He's done Hang that twice in his career. Once with the Islanders and once with the once with Toronto. That's it. Put put him right beside Bill Barilko, guys. Uh, <laughs> drop that to the first retirement banner. But that's the problem right there. And there was a Leaf fan that actually called it out. That's was that was the beginning of the end for them. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Good on that for the simple reason of Tavares screwing over the Islanders. Yep. I love that. I love this. I love it. 
Yeah, because that was 100% intentional, what he did. Nobody ever convinced me. But now back to the Leafs on this one, right? They're currently, once they have LTIR, 3.2 million over. Samsonov's asking for between 4 to 5 million. And, you know, their defense is okay. It's, It's not great. It's okay. But, you know, with their goaltending tandem right now is Matt Murray and Wall without Samsonov. Um, I do like the grit they added to the top of their their lines. Like I, I like what they did because they needed more grit. You mean but who the hell is going to do them any favors right now when they're three point two million over the cap and they've mm-hmm. got to reduce that? They're going to have to give somebody away for free and possibly two players. And yep. one of it's going to be because they've been terrible with asset management is give away Nylander. Nobody will touch Tavares. Um, Matthews, he's going to want 13.5 to 14 million. Yeah. Like they're, they're in trouble. And it's, it's not that they don't have talent on the team, but look at, at look at Edmonton, right? Mm-hmm. You've got three players making three, 30 some million dollars combined with them. Right. Mm-hmm. H- how do you balance out the rest of your roster? So yeah. leaps are a they're little bit of trouble that way. Yeah, no, they're in trouble. And Matthews is going to want that money. I think he's probably going to go to Arizona and save that franchise. That's kind of that's kind of what's. It was rumored that he was interested in going to L.A. Obviously, because he's got like L.A. would be the spot for him, right? Like that would be ideal. You got you know him and Beeps can stay together, right? Exactly. Like like you got yeah. he's got friends there. Like it's a big yeah. city. It's you know hockey hockey fans aren't as if you have a bad night, fuck them, throw them to the curb, uh, mm-hmm. as they are in Toronto. So, I mean, there would be a little bit less, you know, less pressure there. But with the recent signings the Kings have made, that's not happening. Uh, the Kings are right up against the cap, and they don't even have a full-man roster yet. All right, uh, so, Goldie, let's you, <laughs> I want you to tee off about the, the trade. Well... Let's just start with a. <laughs> let's just start with two two bad signings, in my opinion. Uh, Gavrikov, five point eight eight million a year for two years. That's that's high. That's really high. Um, that's at twenty seven. I mean, I get what they were trying to do there, um, but like, that's high. That's really high. That puts you in cap hell in and of itself. Then you trade away. Velarde, Ayafalo, Kupari, and a second round pick, which basically you and Dursey, you traded away Dursey for that second round pick. Then you just sent up there for Dubois. 25 year, 25 year old, eight year contract, $68 million total contract, 8.5 per year. He's going to be making more money than your first line center is in Anze Kopitar. That's insane to me. Okay, and it's insane because yeah. Kopitar is Kopitar and Barkov, two yep. of the most underrated players in NHL history. And yep. I'll throw that out there because they don't get the proper attention deserved to them. Yep. And yeah. what has Pierre Luc Dubois done in his career to warrant eight point five million dollars? Honestly, if he doesn't score thirty plus goals every year of his contract, that is the worst contract that has been signed in the recent years in the Kings organization. I mean, it's, it it all, honestly, talking to Kings fans, um, the, the, the Kings organization, the last few years has been on a steady decline downhill. Their play might not have, 
but their organization as a whole, they jacked up ticket prices. Um, I mean, they, there's been so many issues. Like I turned in a Jersey to get customized with their team shop. Did I ever get it back? Yes. Got it back wrong. Like six months after I dropped it off after being told it was lost. So like, and they wouldn't do anything about it. So, I mean, it's like their whole organization, like they changed. Who did this? Oh, the Kings. I dropped off a Jersey. Got they have a customization center. You drop it off with yeah. the team with the team store, right? Like a blank jersey. Turn yeah, it in. Yeah, yeah. They were like, Yeah, three to four weeks. I didn't get it back for six months after being told that it was missing. And the numbering was wrong. I have it in my closet. Like like oh, the jersey. Pull it out. We gotta see oh, this no. monstrosity. The, 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 the jersey camp, but we can see it. The, the, I'll, I'll grab it real quick. <laughs> we'll talk while we wait for you to get the jersey if you're listening fix this and you know what anaheim ducks if you're listening because you probably are you so know t- take take a look mention at this it to t- the kings tell me yeah, what's wrong go. with this <laughs> like like for for one all of the numbering is wrong mm-hmm. it's just the wrong font mm-hmm. like completely yep the, like the coloring is wrong like they put some gold in here. I mean, it's like, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's. And, and when you pay for customization, right? Like that's what. Oh this is yeah. 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 And, and, the then, and then they didn't do anything. Yeah. And then they didn't, then they didn't do anything about it. And I call them like six times. I'm like, Hey, you got to fix this. They're like, you have to send us back the Jersey. We will then remove the things and we'll give you a new Jersey. I was like, I'm not turning in my Jersey when I didn't get one for six months. Like they were like, and and I had season tickets at the time. So I was like, I'm done. Like, cause the season tickets were, they were great, but they changed us sections. Right. And they didn't tell us that the price was going to increase by like $600 a ticket until like four months after they were charging our card. They were like, Oh, by the way, your card charge is going to go up like $600 a ticket. And I was like, yeah, no, like didn't didn't tell us no no new contract just moved our seats and told us that we were gonna have to pay more, like it was it was ridiculous like it's really gone downhill in the last few years and the signings that they're making aren't making it much better. I mean it, it's really it's really a a shit show over there in, okay, in so all honesty. I, I gotta mention this. Okay, is Drew Doughty truly an eleven million dollar defenseman? Uh yes. You yes, think so? I, I think I think so. I think when they signed the contract, I think he was. Uh, oh, when I, he was, yeah, yeah. When I think that I think that now he's probably a nine, eight, nine million dollar defenseman. I, I really do. He's bet he's better than five. Based on the Gavrikov contract, yes, he's a <laughs> oh, he's an eight, yeah. he's an eight, he's a he's a fifteen million dollar defenseman. But so, but, so I mean, guys, here, here's my point, okay. Based on the pure Luke Dubois contract, he's yeah. a, a fifteen million dollar defenseman. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just looking because you, you see teams that get themselves into cap trouble over this, this, this kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And okay, so Montreal Canadiens fans shit on for not signing Deneau, right? And I mm-hmm. think it was about because for for Deneau, it had more to do with he wanted to be on bigger roles. He's now being demoted back on the LA Kings, like he's getting. Like Dubois is going to surpass him. Lots of other people are going to surpass him. He's going to be dropping down to that third line center role, which you, he did you not really want. Think, you really think he's going to be a third line center? 
Yeah. I, I honestly think that Dubois is an $8 million third line center right now on the Kings. Well, no. Okay. So here's what I'm telling you is, but you can't start him that way. You just sign this guy. They're going to have to play Dubois on that second line position for quite quite an amount of time, man. Or do you play him on the wing with Kopitar and Kempe? Yeah, I think you're going to see that on a power play type of thing. But yeah. you, just, you just paid a lot of money for a big center, and it's hard to admit that. Yeah. Can you imagine admitting that mistake in the first couple weeks of the season? Maybe by mid-season, they may see a shift if he's not being effective, right? Yeah, but, and, and no one's going to want that contract. Like, like, yeah. like you put yourself in a situation where if shit hits the fan, you're having to cover at least 50% of that contract to, to get him out of there, right? Like, yeah. Like, and that puts yourself in cap hell too. And, and the fact that they just signed Kopitar, who has been their leading scorer for years, their, you know, captain for years, a guy that really is instrumental to the Kings organization to $7 million when he's arguably a top 10 center in the league, but yet you're giving Dubois 8.5 a year. That's ridiculous to okay, me. Okay, but that, here's what a, I'll say on that's this. That's a slap so, in the face of Kopitar. But no, here's what I'm going to say here, Heath, is I think Kopitar is doing the Bergeron thing, saying I'm going to take less because I want a shot at something. Now, but my mm-hmm. only problem with that is Dubois at 8.5, right? You're yeah. saying Gavrikov at 5.8. So Tootin' the Horn of my Canadians on this one, right? So Gordon, so any, any Canadians fans that complain about our management, you guys are idiots. Uh, probably the same people that say, sent hate messages to our number five pick, Reinbacher. You guys are idiots. Huh. Yeah. But Montreal's using Gordon's bringing that approach that he brought to the New York Rangers and the Boston Bruins, right? Mm-hmm. Talking to boys about consistently being in the playoffs and not going for a single huge payday for yourself. Because mm-hmm. guys, seven point some million dollars a year. I get your agent gets a cut. I get there's all these other cuts. So let's just call it five million is what they take home, even if it's a little bit less. That's not a bad living, not a bad lifestyle. No. I would rather earn seven point some million dollars and have a shot at being in the playoffs and getting multiple cups and being a legend than getting a 10 or $11 million payday for myself and patting myself on the back while my team is struggling. And right here, you're looking at this like, well, now you're going to be in trouble. And Mm -hmm. the way you get yourself out of trouble is you deal assets eventually like a buy field that you shouldn't want to deal at all. It can't be that you shouldn't want to have to deal at all. It'll eventually happen because you've got too much in money. And the reason why I just brought up Dowdy is has to do with his age. He's mm-hmm. 33 right now at $11 million. You can only play like he's a defenseman. You can only play physical for so long before you break right down. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a Carey Price contract in a couple of years where yeah, he's well, just so worn down. The, and, thing that I, the thing that I'll say about, about Drew Dowdy is that right now I, I'm, I'm seeing him having to play 20 to 25 minutes a night again because they just got rid of Dursey. I mean, I don't see someone else who could fill those shoes. Dursey was that kind of guy uh, who's going to your Arizona Coyotes over there uh, in Arizona that honestly was a workhorse. He's a guy that's a great locker room guy, great workhorse, uh, just loves to do what, loves to do what he can uh, to help the team win. And so it's, oh, and he's, he's an agitator on that ice yeah, too. Yeah. And, and he, he saved, the, skin, yeah. he saved the King season when, uh, when uh, Dowdy was injured two seasons ago, he saved our season. Uh, and I say are very lightly because I have removed myself from being a Kings fan as, as of now. Uh, just, it, it's just 
not what I want to see. Holy, that was a big hit. I'm trying to find like well, in the next sharing. Guys, topic you know it's a bad concussion. You see how his hands up in the air? Yeah, that's the sign of a severe concussion. Like he's in a lot of trouble. Like that's not an easy one to come back from. Uh, that's just one of those telltale signs when you've got an arm rigid up in the air like that. It's not good. Yeah, no. So this but, is what uh, prospect Ronnie Hervonen. Hervonen. Yeah. This yeah, was uh, yeah. this was posted they get, on they know it's Empire a day King, ago. Right? I, yeah, no, this is. Yeah, for Jeez. listeners, this is on Puck Empire uh, uh, on Saturday. Or just go on 8th. Twitter and look back yesterday because this thing was like all over it, just constantly, constantly, that constantly. Oh, oh, God. Like, but the training cap, like I get what the Probably number three is doing, thing, but you just took out a dude. Like you took you somebody. You took out your own guy. Like. Yeah, like, yeah, well done, bud. Yeah, there's a, there's hockey IQ up the. Okay. This is probably a, a great time to maybe talk about today's sponsor, and that's going to be DraftKings. So, new customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In Massachusetts, call 800 327 5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. In West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Max bet $50. 10 plus legal requirements for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. Well, anyway, we're going to go over <laughs> this for one quick second because Goldie Sorry, led into boys. it about the coyotes, <laughs> all right? Yes. Too many people are sleeping on the coyotes right here, and this is exactly what I'm going to say. Jersey was a good pickup. They had mm-hmm. a solid defensive core last year, and they're rumored to be getting uh, Doomba. They're in the talks to get Doomba on there. You throw him on that, the back of their defense, they've got a good defense. Mm-hmm. Goaltending-wise, again, because they don't get the respect because you know it's the coyotes, They've got one of the best tandems in the NHL right now. Ingram came out of, like, he just found his game where I thought he was better than Vomelka last year. Mm-hmm. And they were struggling, struggling at the beginning of the year, but then they found their rhythm and they took off. Uh, I really think they uh, really wanted to move ahead with Provatov, but he just needs a little bit more seasoning. So re-signing mm-hmm. him was huge. Yeah. But then now adding into it, Zucker who played really well for the Pittsburgh Penguins last year. He was lighting it up. Mm-hmm. That's a good, that's another boost to their offense. Kerfoot, you know, he's the upgrade to Christian Fisher that they just dropped. Yeah. Um, Barrett Hayton is finally coming into his own. He's looking like a number one center. He is mm-hmm. looking so good. His chemistry with Clayton Keller right now is unbelievable. And I give all the credit to Barrett Hayton and a huge shout out back to Hayton. Remember boys, he was the one separated shoulder world juniors still brought gold home for Canada. Love Hayton yep. for that. 
but he's not scared to get into the physical play and get right in there. Love hey, Steve, it. Steve, you know the other three of us are Americans, yeah? Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. suck on that. Um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> but Michelli uh, was looking great last year. Big Jack McBain. So this is the team that's going to be a pain in every team's ass to play this year. So I do it. I actually um, agree with that because they're they're also fighting for the city's approval now. Like these guys don't want to leave Arizona. They just no, don't. and they, it's and, the and whole... they and they don't want to get shipped off to Texas. They don't want to get shipped off to Canada. Up in you know they just don't. They want to be where they are. They signed there for a reason, right? It's it's so, the deal's going to happen. So the one thing yeah. the management has been great about saying to all the fans is we've got the other locations and they're setting up a deal this time. So there's no vote. It's all taken care of and it's going to mm-hmm. be. And that that's that's going to be put to bed. Now at the at the training camp, I got to tell you guys this. Holy shit! Did Cooley look outstanding? Mm-hmm. On like I should have recorded some of it, but I just got caught up into the game. Every time he hit the ice, just oh, you can notice making... him every time. There's video on on YouTube of him just absolutely wheeling and dealing. I mean, he he's he's going to be a great player for them in the next few years here. I know that he's probably he's probably going back to college, right? Well, now he's second guessing that, but my feeling is they're going to tell him to to finish off his NCAA season, he'll join the coyotes at the end of the, at the end of this season, you watch, it's going to happen. That's probably um, what's smart. Yeah. And then they've got Dylan Gunther. That's going to be back in the mix who had, you know, a you know, decent showing with the coyotes, the games he played. So yeah. they're one of those sleeper teams that again, everybody's just shitting on because they're too busy looking at their dead contract space. I'm like, yeah, they got some talent on this team. They're building a good footprint going forward. They are. They are. So, and, they, and they're playing at Mullet Arena again next year, which will not have their logo on the ice. Uh, it will only have San Diego State's logo on the ice this year, uh, which is intriguing to me. Arizona State, right? Arizona State, yeah. They will only have Arizona State. Arizona State, speaking of which, going switching to college hockey for just a second, they are going into the uh, – they actually got a conference for the 24-25 season, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah that's huge news. Yeah, That is that is huge news for West Coast hockey. Um, I honestly think that uh, UCLA is that the next – Huh? Where was that mentioned? On their Instagram. Go to uh, – look up their Instagram real quick. I, I think that uh, the next couple teams that will go are UNLV. I also think that um, – that Oregon will be the next one. And I think that uh, UCLA will try and get into that mix a bit. Um, so I, I, I just, I think those are the teams uh, that's not their Instagram. Yeah. It's not. Is it, no, is that, it that, the NCHC? Yeah. yeah. It's the NCHC. I believe, I believe yeah. with uh, North, North Dakota. And uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good, good quality uh, conference that they're going into. It's not a, you know, it's not a, a conference that's a that's a pushover at all. So it's it's really good for them to be going into that conference and 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 the recruiting there. They've been doing yep. such a good job of bringing players on in. Mm-hmm. And again, oh, yeah. it's another one that you know. Again, East Coast hockey, Canadian hockey's not paying attention to, but they're starting to produce some great talent out of there because of their recruiting. Yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah. it's it's always been the goal of especially West Coast hockey players is to play on the West Coast. I mean, it's. Yeah. Stay home. It, stay home, right? Like, stay as close. Like, if I could have, I would have. Uh, but, you know, obviously, I'm going all the way to New York. So, you know, we go where we need to go to play hockey, right, and get a good education. But the fact that Arizona State 
has a great program and and don't don't sleep on U of A. Mm-hmm. U of A is building their own rank. Uh, they are making moves. It could very well be that U of A goes next because they've Arizona has proven that they're a college hockey town. So and they pack a AHL barn every night. So We're not an NHL hockey town. Uh, anyways. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you there. They haven't been yet, but uh, going no, that, was just, that was just a fun, a fun joke. I promise. Yeah, <laughs> go, yeah go I think there's no. So the, here's the thing about the NHL hockey town thing, right? So again, mm-hmm. like I'll make, so I'll, I'll compare it over to the Ottawa Senators right now. Somebody says Ottawa doesn't love hockey. You're out of your minds. Mm-hmm. Nobody getting to that arena was a pain in the butt. So this idiot that I argued with on Twitter that was trying to mansplain to me traffic in Ottawa. Yeah, dumbass, I lived there. I was actually just there again and at four o'clock, you know, locked down, trying just to go, you know, in the general direction of where that arena is. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. So that was why the, the the critical part of the sale of the Ottawa Senators was the agreement to have the arena downtown where it's way more accessible and mm-hmm. it makes more sense. So you know, because I can point to this, you know, when the Coyotes were playing, you know, both the Kings and um, the Predators in when the Kings eventually won the cup. Yeah. It took like people were trying to make fun of it. Like, look, oh, hockey in Arizona sucks. Like the first period, there's nobody in the seats. It was no different than Anaheim. Remember when Carrie Underwood threw that stupid comment out? I'm like, yeah, because of traffic. You can't get there. During mm-hmm. rush hour, it took everything, and by the second mid second period, both Anaheim and the you know the Reno and Glendale they were packed. Yeah, they were packed full. So it's part um, of the reason why you see seven thirty starts, not seven o'clock starts anymore. Yeah, because that, you need that extra. Yeah, you need the extra time just to get the to be able to beat traffic to get to, get to your seat. Yeah, I couldn't imagine being in Anaheim, dude, and being that like I was pissed off in Arizona. It took me a while, and I got off work early to get Anaheim. There. Anaheim has nothing on LA, like. Anaheim can get people in seats a lot better. They're, they're, that area is a lot more uh, traffic friendly than LA is. I'll tell you that much. Uh, going to both arenas, it's like like Anaheim. You're right there by Disneyland. Like it's it's kind of easy to get there. Like it, it's really nice open streets. LA, you're taking the freeway all the way until you're basically in the arena's parking lot. So. Uh, there's been times where I'm like literally less than a mile from there and it takes me 25 minutes to get to Staples now crypto, but uh, that'll never be named. I'll never call that place crypto, uh, but um, it's still the odd in Buffalo to me. I don't know yeah. what his name is, but it's the odd. Yeah, but uh, no, that that's just it's traffic is the, the one cause there. But I'll, I'll tell you one thing that Vegas doesn't Vegas doesn't have trouble getting people in seats like people will take off work to go to Vegas Golden Knights games. Like, they'll be like, hey, I got to get off 30 minutes early so I can get to the first period. Like, and they do it. Um, This town in Vegas is very, very sports-driven now. It wasn't when I first moved out here, but it is now. Uh, You know, you got the Raiders. You got the athletics coming out here. uh, You got, you know, a WNBA team that won the championship last year in the the Las Vegas Aces. So, I mean, there's – there's great, and now you got the NBA in-season tournament coming to Las Vegas, so you'll have NBA basketball in Vegas. So it's 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 interesting to say the least what Vegas has done with sports. Yeah, 
Hey, so quickly, Sam. I'm gonna have to wrap here soon. All right, say so. Just I want quick Sam's quick opinion on the San Jose yeah. Sharks here, Sam, with the direction they're going. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I was just because we were talking about contracts earlier, and um, I was pulling up cap friendly for both us and the Oilers, and just comparing the the mess that we're both in. But um, I mean, yeah, like the real the real issue is the fact that like you know, we're just in cap hell for uh, four more years, possibly like until, you know, Vlas's contract is off the books and Couture's contract is off the books. And I don't know what we're going to do with Carlson. So it's just like, we got four teams, one them, but you guys are going to have to retain something there. Yeah, And it's just, that's, that's a nightmare on its own. You know, <laughs> we're still paying, we'll start still paying Martin Jones, uh, Three million this year, and then one and a half million for the next three years after that. So, um, because of the buyout, but like, you know, it's it's so tough to figure out. Like, I mean, I don't envy the position that they're in, but like, you know, how you reward players for being loyal or being good when they're younger, and then you pay them a huge amount of money per season, and then you're screwed for like a long time. Whereas, you know, you know, we've talked about the Boston Bruins, and you know. You mentioned Kopitar earlier with, you know, taking taking a little less because he wants to he wants to see things go well. And it's like it's like I don't know. I don't know how much I blame the players as much as I blame our previous uh, owner or GM and stuff like that of, you know, the decision making for these long contracts. And it's just it's just a nightmare, you know, to be in. And I just know that we're not going to be good for, you know, three, four years, possibly. And um I do like some of the signings and trades that they've made this offseason. I do I do actually feel like getting Anthony Duclair was something that I was like, oh, wow, that's actually nice. Um, but I just – in terms of like they just have to get younger and they have to get money off the books, and I just don't know when both of those things are going to happen. So well, The yeah. Carlson thing is Pittsburgh's being linked to them. I'm like that's – Pittsburgh is going into uh, a recession. And, team, <laughs> and, but age hell too. Like, you look at their roster 35, 36, 28, 31, 31, 30, 32, 38, 34, 31. Like, dear God, like, your your roster's ready to retire, and you're yeah. looking at older players. What the F are you doing? Yeah, now, they're, they're, come they're over to you, Goldie. Yes, uh, where'd your man go to New York? New York, <laughs> he's he's uh, he's decided to follow me to New York. Uh, <laughs> that quickie, was part of it. Quickie, your, your goalie was headed to New York, so you had to follow yeah, him on over. Yeah, yeah. You know, we play our best hockey when we're in the same town as each other, apparently. So, uh, <laughs> no, they. Uh, he decided to come to New York, play for his childhood team, uh, at a one-year, $825,000 contract, um, which is a really good contract for, honestly, what I believe will be a really solid year for Quick. Um, I think that... New York, I think they're going to get some more pieces in there. They've got some really big veteran presence. Uh, I mean, they got Blake Wheeler at 800,000 and he had what 55 points last year. Yeah. Um, so he's that's a huge deal for them. Uh, you know, they, they got you know big names coming back in there. You know, uh, Nick Bonino is, isn't coming in at an $800,000 deal. So, I mean, you got guys that are obviously on the older end, but veteran presence that have won cups before. Uh, quick, Bonino, they both won cups. Uh, you know, if they can somehow get Kane back there, 
they that that's going to be a good that's going to be a really solid contending team in my opinion. Um, everyone says they're in a rebuild. I don't think they really are. I think they're kind of in that weird stage where do we push for a cup or do we just throw everything to the side and say, screw it. Uh, I think that they will decide whether or not to push for a cup if they have a good start to the year. I think that will be really their, their key points of if they push for a cup or not. Well, they've got like, look, there's a reason why I picked them. They make the conference finals last year. They've got a Mm -hmm. good team. They do really, really well. And again, you've got arguably the best goaltender in the world, you know, as your starting goalie. Right. So and now and now he'll be learning from one of the best goaltenders of the early 2000s, you know, mid 2000s. So, you know, 2010 to 2014, that's when Quick was at his peak. But this is also too like it's an interesting point, Goldie, just because Shesterkin, you saw him just ripping on his team. You know, mm-hmm. during TV time outbreaks, like, boys, I'm bailing you out with a huge save. Go do something for me. You're going to yep. have two guys motivating, you know, because Quick would have to do something phenomenal to to shake Igor out of a starting spot in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's not like you wouldn't want, want to rely on Quick, but you still would have Quick there just getting the guys going on the bench. Like, you got that save. Go do something. Like, do something, right? Yeah. No, you see what he did in Vegas. I mean, honestly, I think wholeheartedly that without Jonathan Quick on that roster, I don't think Vegas makes it to the third round just purely because of what he did, you know, and what people have said he's done. Uh, The goalies, you just look at what Aiden Hill said. He's a great leader. He's a guy that, you know, has really helped me through a lot. You don't just say that to say it. Bersois said it. Uh, Logan Thompson, when he was back for the short one game that he was, said it. Uh, so having a veteran presence like Quick there that is three for three when he gets to the Stanley Cup final, that's a that's a pretty big thing to have as a as a you know backup goaltender there. And and arguably he has a great year. Who knows? Maybe he is a starter, or maybe he's trade bait at the trade deadline for a team that's maybe needing a goaltender to get over that hump. And the contract he has that lets him have that room to be able to be moved. You know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's huge. I think that's huge for for New York. And I think that uh, it's not overpay, unlike what Vegas did with Aiden Hill at four point nine for two years. Yeah, don't don't I don't like that, you know. But that's again paying somebody. He got him a cop and he got a payday because of it. And well, and that, that yeah, and that's something that people are forgetting is he really didn't get them the cup. He played two series. That's oh, yeah. all. Like like Bersois was the reason that they were in the spot they were in. Like, yeah. without Bersois getting injured, Bersois just started all the way through. Yep. Like, yeah, Aiden Hill may have had good numbers, like, but it wasn't numbers to grant that big of a contract in my mind. I mean, he, he signed a $9.8 million deal for two years, which is a 4.9 cap hit. Twenty. He played 27 games last year. He had 16 wins. That's That's decent. Uh, and he had a 2.5 goals against average and a 951 save percentage. Yeah, that's good, but he played 27 games. Um, so well, goalie, I'm comparing it to like I was a fan of Darcy Kemper when he was in Arizona. He was really, really playing well. Yeah, good he guy. He wasn't too. playing. Yeah, no, great guy. Like that's not a knock on him. But when he was playing in Denver that whole season, and even in the playoffs, he was up, he was down. He was up, he was down. Mm-hmm. The consistency part of his game just wasn't there. Then he got a payday, right? 
Um, yeah. Now $5.25 million as a 33-year-old attendee for Washington. It's a bit of a problem now, right? It's the same yeah. sort of thing. If if that had happened earlier, if he would have went to Colorado and he still played like he was in Arizona right away, that would have justified keeping him there and giving him a bit more of a payday. But Sam, this goes back to your one comment of you know paying guys for what they've already just done, right? But the only problem with that, though, is you can't predict the future in hockey. Mm-hmm. I've watched Carey Price have a stinker of a season, just terrible and then rebound 100% the next year. It it, it happens with goalies all the time. I hope it happens with Campbell, Mm -hmm. you know, because of what a quality person he is, right? Yeah. So, anyway, we know Chris has got to get rolling. Uh, Jenny, love you. Sorry we're keeping him. (laughs) I got to cook dinner, Steve. (laughs) And we got guests over, so I got to cook dinner, so we're holding everybody up. But but you guys all have, like, what time is it there now? Breakfast? 11 a.m. It's like 11 a.m. <laughs> so it's brunch. It's brunch. And, and yeah, and, and here it's just after eight now. So um, dinner is uh, definitely um, I'm getting a hangry look from my wife as she walks into the uh, the room here. So <laughs> probably a good place for me to wrap this up. Uh, yes. But we do want to thank all of you listeners for uh, tuning in. Uh, be sure to reach out if you're in the junior collegiate world and wish to get on a future podcast. Also follow us on Twitter at PHH Official to let us know what you think. This is the Pigeon Hockey Podcast with Steve, Sam, and Heath. Say goodbye, boys. Have a great one, hockey fans. Have a great one. Take care, hockey fans. And remember, listeners, always clear your crease.